0: you need to create a thumbnail that's gonna make them stop. There's your stop sign. If they will stop at your thumbnail to look at it, chances are they'll look and read the title. Now your title is The Door. Can you get them to walk in? If you can make those two things happen and you're making a good video, that's where you're gonna win the game. This is To The Point, a Rhino experience voted one of the top home services, marketing, and operations podcasts, cutting through the bullshit and getting to the point.
1: Hey, what's up to the point listeners? It's your boy, Chris Yano, the host of to the point home services podcast. I am excited. I'm excited for today's guest. Ryan, why are you giving me that look, man? Okay. Sorry. Uh, I'm excited for today's guest. We've never officially met until like just five minutes ago. And I was just talking to to our guests about how uh, we've both spoke at many trades conferences, and yet our paths have never crossed in all these years. So, as uh, excited. And then I learned another fun fact, and that is our guest and I have uh, a mutual friend, which has happened to also be his business partner, which I didn't know. So I just sent him a text message. And that's Josh Campbell. Shout out to my boy Josh Campbell. Um, but we have Roger Wakefield on the podcast today, the expert plumber. This guy, good grief. Uh, we were talking about this pre-podcast, but if you're like, hey, who the hell is Roger Wakefield? You never heard of him or what? You know what he'll tell you to do? He'll say, go to YouTube and search for plumbing. <laughs> and what comes up?
0: A mustache.
1: A Fu Manchu. A big old mustache. A Texas man. Fu Manchu. Hey, Roger, welcome to the podcast. Man. I'm excited.
0: Chris, good to be here, brother. Pleasure to finally, yeah, get to talk to you one on one here.
1: I know, I mean, I didn't prep Roger at all with anything, so we're gonna like go straight into it. But I was literally like, anytime I go into you know, uh, when I'm deep diving in on the guests to try and figure out, you know, just a little bit about you, the things you've done, and I'm kind of like, you have so much, so much content out there that there was plenty of material for me to to get into and look at, and and so. Uh, I think what I'm excited for our listeners to to hear and learn from you and, and myself included by the way is you know we're going into the back half of the uh, back half of the year Well, actually right here in the back half of the year uh, towards the end of the year um maybe they should be thinking about a so, some sort of social media plan like video content I think we've learned by now like people are watching video I think that's why YouTube is successful <laughs> People are watching video in all shapes and sizes whether it be long form short form you know, they're looking, they're watching video and you have done a phenomenal job of getting people to actually watch your videos. You have how many, how many subscribers you have on that YouTube channel?
0: It's getting close to 500 and so actually I think we just went over 570. 500, 570,000 subscribers. Yeah,
1: 570,000 subscribers, man. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's the
0: biggest, right? Uh, yeah it's it's i mean Open I'm the trades. biggest plumbing youtube channel in the world which is pretty neat that's pretty awesome. there there's a lot of other that you know have plumbing in their name or stuff like that but they're not really plumbing channels then there's some very niche markets like uh drain addict where you know he hydrojets sewer drains which is great and you know stuff like that's just amazing and mean it's really it's so easy to do Chris that's what's funny about it hey so so do so tell me a
1: little bit just so I can understand uh, and the listeners can understand is when did you even get into like the the trades anyway in the first place like when was that and what was that?
0: 1980. Uh I was one. I was, yeah, 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 I believe that. Uh <laughs> you know, I've got I've got a lot of years of experience doing this. I I got I did I got in 1980. I was I was 16 years old. I was managing a restaurant a buddy of mine We're working there together one night. It's a hamburger joint. And he looked at me and said, are you going to do this forever? And I'm like, dude, I am 16 years old. I'm managing a restaurant. He said, yeah, but if you quit or get fired, who's going to hire you? I'm like, I don't know, man. Never thought about it that way. (laughs) So he goes on to tell me about his dad and his three older brothers that are plumbers. And they just, they love what they do. They've all make good money that they've paying for houses and apartments and girlfriends and wives and whatever. (laughs) And it was a few weeks later that I either quit or probably got fired and I called one of his brothers and said, Hey, can you, can you help me get a job? And he said, yeah. And I got into it. So that's what I did the last half of my junior year, fell in love with it uh, last half of junior year and that summer. And over the summer, one of my ex-girlfriends, you know, calls me and we're talking and ran into her somewhere, whatever it was. And she said, you know, I could probably never marry anybody. I didn't, that did not graduate high school. So I thought, wow, you know what, maybe I ought to go back. <laughs> I was far enough ahead when I quit that I went back, graduated with my class, had to take a couple extra classes, no big deal. But after I graduated, I, I tried a couple of other things, got right back into plumbing. And man, I just, I loved it. I loved plumbing. I loved working with my hands. So it was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. So, and then, okay, so you are uh, in today, you have a, a a partnership with my friend, Josh. Campbell like so where what are you what all are you doing today because it seems <laughs> like you're in a lot a lot of things and for those that are watching you know on on our YouTube you know channel are seeing this you'll see kind of he's got a rotating screen behind him with looks I'm guessing are companies that you are, are have partnerships in
0: but what all <laughs> what all are you doing right now Roger you, you know the funny thing is is I sold my plumbing company at Texas Green Plumbing that was just up there sold it about a year and a half ago now congratulations uh, God, we're, on we're, that yeah, we're actually getting close to close to two years, but sold it. But I retained part ownership. Yep. So, you know, that, that that was all part of our agreement. Yeah. But the the cool thing is, I mean, look, Josh, Michael, great guys to work with. Uh, a lot of good things there. I sold to them because they're a good company. Josh is a great businessman. Yeah. I always want I always, you know, we had this conversation and I interviewed him on my podcast and I interviewed him and I said, look, you know, you always wanted to be a great businessman. I wanted to be a great plumber. Look, guys, becoming a great businessman pays a whole lot more. I just I want to throw that out there. <laughs> but you know that's one thing that I do. So so I'm still part owner of Rescue Air, Rescue Plumbing, Rescue Green Texas Plumbing, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> uh, I've I started YouTube, social media, really, uh, five years ago. We've blown it up. Uh, we do really, really well on YouTube. I've got almost 600,000 subs on TikTok. Instagram's getting close to 100,000. We, we're just, man, we slowly add another platform and, and try to master it and, and do really well with it. And then since I'm a plumber at the beginning of the year, I acquired a company called Leak Pro. When I was growing my company, and part of the reason Josh liked it, we specialize in slab leaks and leak detection, something a lot of companies do not do. So one of my friends, same guy who got me into plumbing, whenever I went to him, told him I was thinking about starting my own company, he said, Roger, find somebody good to refer this out to because these people will will steal your customers. And I decided, look, I want to learn to do leak detection. So I started studying all the different equipment out there, went and taking any course I could get these people to teach me how to use their product, then when I found the best product, I acquired that company, and we're building a training center here right outside of Dallas. Now, you mentioned Josh. He came out a couple of weeks ago, and I showed him everything I was doing. He's like, dude, this is phenomenal. Nobody is doing this. I said, I know. That's why I'm doing it. <laughs> hey, hey, quick question on that. Yes. So I watched – I wonder if this is
1: what you're talking about. Um, I was watching one of your videos, and I think this was was one that you had posted recently, actually, and it was um, in regards to your slab leaks and sewer leaks. Mm-hmm. Um, you built this. You were building a training pad, um, that's it. And that way, you could, you know, people could come like, and you could, you know, learn right there, like to how to identify, you know, the different leaks, whether it be PVC or cast iron or whatever it was. Um, but I watched a video on that just now. Is that what you're referencing? That jo- that's exactly what I'm talking about, brother. So you love it. You built, you love it so much. You built your own training pad. So you got to go check out that video. I mean, on the YouTube channel alone, there's like almost 100 million views of of your. We're, we're
0: this close. Uh, we we <laughs> should hit a hundred million views by the end of the. Uh, I don't, it won't be by the end of this month. That's tomorrow. Yep. But by, by the end of November, we'll hit a hundred million views. So pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Well, congratulations. That is phenomenal. It's significantly more than I've ever accomplished with it, but I'm hoping to figure this thing out in there, but I think, you know, everybody was trying to figure it out. Like, how do I get this thing to go? How do I get something to go viral? How do I get this, get that? And and you're pumping out a ton of content. Um, but I was able to, you know, to watch, uh, and I took a screenshot, you know, of just a few of the, of the videos <laughs> I was, I was watching to reference. And it was, um, you had uh, does Green Gobbler even work? I ha- I looked at that one. That thing has 3.8 million views. The Real Plumber tries awful plumbing hacks. Five uh, 4.2 million views. How to fix a running toilet guaranteed. 4.6 million. Like I gotta I gotta know what what even made you start to do this in the first place? Like where you're like, hey, I need something else to do, and I'm gonna start because like, it's it's heavy DIY focused type stuff. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, but like what, like what made you go down this path and like, how are you figuring out what the heck you're going to post next? Like, does that just kind of pop up and, or do you, are you getting information from somewhere
0: that's helping you? Like what, how, how did all this thing even get started? Well, well, you know, first thing I'll tell you the, the one there, the, the, how to stop a running toilet guaranteed the day we shot that my, my stepson helped me start my YouTube channel. He was my first editor. And the day we shot that, he edited it, he posted it, and he walked in my office. He said, that video sucks. <laughs> I said, okay, how come? He said, man, it's just that there's nothing exciting. We just, you fix the toilet. And I said, yeah, but, but man, I give them step by step by step. And he said, I'm just telling you. He said, that's the worst video we've ever done. He said, we can't do anything else <laughs> like that. I said, okay. I said, I, I believe you. Now here it is approaching 5 million. Times. I was going
1: to say, it's like, now, <laughs> I mean, 5
0: million views. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. Not a bad deal. Not oh, a bad man. place to start. So you, I, you know, I, I, Chris, I walked into a conference. I, I started doing this to make my phone ring. I was a plumbing company owner here in the Dallas area. I had paid marketing companies $47,000 and they made my phone stop ringing. <laughs> Legitimately, I remember being at a, at a trades conference and, and my receptionist called my CSR and she calls. She says, Hey, our phones aren't ringing. I said, Well, no. I said, I figured you had me disconnected since I'm out of town. <laughs> she said, No, they're not ringing. We have nothing to do. I tried calling my marketing guy, he ghosted me. Uh, I literally had to go look i used to do security and and, and private stuff so this is gonna be uh good. yeah yeah it is good anyway so i sent him a message and it was a screenshot of where his wife was going to be dancing in a week i said hey since you won't return my calls i guess i'll see you here so he calls me back immediately he says don't threaten me like that i said dude if i show up and stand up in the middle of her presentation and tell him you suck it is what it is uh anyway to, to go get back to the good stuff I got tired of getting ripped off. So I had talked to other marketing companies about social media, but you could tell by talking to them, they didn't know what they were talking about. I had a guy message me one day and says, hey, if you're really wanting to get started, tomorrow's National Pizza Day, make a post. It's like, wait, it's National Pizza Day tomorrow, and I need to make a post about it? So what's that got to do with plumbing? He says, well, nothing, but it's National Pizza Day, so people will see it. I'm like, dude, me and you see business completely different. So I ended up going to a conference at the age of 54. You talked about how young you are, puppy. I'm 44, yep. (laughs) You talk about how young you are. So at the age of 54, I go to this social media conference, and I'm walking down the hall going to learn Facebook, because when you're 54, that's all social media is, Facebook. (laughs) And I'm walking down the corridor and there's a placard out inside of this room that says, get in front of your customers using video. And I thought, wow, we could do that. So I turn in, never thinking I'm going to be the guy in front of the camera. I go in, I sit down on the front row, open up my notebook, write down the instructor's name, the name of the course and all that. And this guy walks out on stage and the first thing he says is, YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world. I shut my notebook. I thought, this guy's stupid. He has no idea what he's talking about. YouTube is just where I store my videos. And I put my arm on the chair and turn around because I'm fixing to get up and walk out. And there's people standing all along the back of the room. And my mind goes into high gear and it's like, wait a minute. This guy must know what he's talking about because this room is packed. Yeah. So I turn back around and look up at him in time to hear him say, and it's owned by Google, the largest search engine in the world. And again, my mind goes into gear. I'm thinking, okay, wait, we spend so much money a month on Google and we're not doing anything at all on YouTube. Why not? And Chris, that's where it hit. I was like, bam, I started taking notes. I took about three pages worth of notes. That was on Thursday. I had been there Wednesday and and had another guy talk to me about speaking on stages, which I thought was phenomenal. Friday, I had to leave early. Did not get to hang around for Marcus Sheridan, the keynote speaker, who's amazing. I had to do a radio show in Dallas on Saturday morning. So I get on the plane at about 3.30, 4 in the afternoon. I've got my tray and the tray next to me folded down. I've got my laptop, my iPad, my notebook, and all these little notepads they give you. And I'm trying to come up with a plan. I get up Saturday morning. I go do the radio show, come back to my office and work till about 6 o'clock that evening, coming up with a plan. Sunday morning I get up and go to church, I come back to the office work till about five o'clock, and then Monday morning I come in and plumbing happens. The phones are ringing, the guys are going crazy, we don't have everything we need. We finally get everybody out and I call everybody else together and say hey look, we're changing the way we're doing our marketing and we're changing right now, we're gonna start doing YouTube. And brother, that's literally how it started. That was the first of March. We started the first week of April, putting up three videos a week every week, and we've pretty much been consistent every single week since then.
1: Yeah. It did when you were, now when you were working through your your plan. I heard you say that real mm-hmm. loud and clear. Um, was part of that you coming up with uh, like a list of like topics or things like episodes you're going to post and like, then you just worked the plan like that way. And then like stuff probably popped up that you're like, oh, I'm going to add this in or something maybe, you know, that happened, a seasonality happened or a situation or something happens. So, but you, but did you start to work out like, okay, these are my top 10,
0: you know, videos I'm going to shoot. It, it, it is. I mean, Chris, you know, one, one of the things that I studied, you know, over this month and learning is, The best videos to make are the ones where people are calling you. People call your office and say, hey, I've got water dripping outside my window. Is is that my plumbing system or what? No sir, that's that's your overflow on your condensate drain. That means your main stopped up, boom, boom, boom. Make a video about that. Now when people call the office, now your CSR can say, hey, you know what? We've got an amazing video where Chris actually explains that to people. Uh, If you'll give me your email address and your cell phone number, I'll send you links to it. And now they can send it. What if this person doesn't call back in 30 minutes? Now she can call them back and say, Hey, just checking. Did you get to see Chris's video? You're doing two things there. You're letting them know you're a brand authority because you are now a trusted advisor. They're talking to you one-on-one. You've made a video explaining what the problem is, what you do to fix it, how you fix it. Boom, boom, boom. And we just started looking at okay, what kind of questions do we get asked every week? Let's start making those videos. And man, it, it was phenomenal. Yeah, and people will say, and I'm sure you've heard this before,
1: um, but Roger, like, why are you going to give this video to them and them, you know, that way they can fix it themselves instead of hiring you? I mean, I so I bet you I know the answer. You bet. Um. (laughs) I know you do. I know you do.
0: But Well, think about this, Chris. I'm in the Dallas area. What what are the... There's probably, I'm going to say, five million people in the Dallas area. I can't get to every one of them. I promise. But if I can teach you how to change your flapper, if I can teach you how to shut the water off at your house in case you have an emergency, if I can teach you to adjust the temperature on your water heater, I probably can't teach you how to fix a slab leak under your house, but I can show you that I do it. I can explain to you that I'm not the cheapest plumber in town because I use the best materials. I have the best guys. We guarantee our work. So if I've taught you how to do these other things and now you come to me to get me to show you this and you're like, dude, I can't do that. Who do you think you're going to call?
1: all of this with smartac.com you've got to check it out now. Yeah, cuz now you're there. not only are you your trusted advisor, but you bet. but you've been giving and giving and giving on these DIY videos. And that right there is a you've already started to build the relationship with them mm-hmm. so when the bigger
0: thing happens they can't fix, they go, they call you. And, and, and Chris, it doesn't matter where they're at. And Think about this. This is what helps me locally. Because you know, I was, I was a small plumbing company. We got up to a million bucks a year and, and, and did it very, very good. But my competition was doing 80 and a hundred million a year. So you would think or you would know for a fact they're spending a lot more money on Google than I am. But due to the domain authority I had, because I did not push people to my website. I did not push them to call me. But there was always a banner over my shoulder. Later, we changed it to where there's signages, there, there there's moving screens like this. But people always knew where to find me. So even if they were in North Carolina and they're seeing me, they'd go to my website to look at it. They may even call and say, hey, will Roger come to North Carolina? Yeah, he will. But you you may not want to pay that bill, <laughs> <laughs> you know, be honest with them. <laughs> It's a long, it's a long flight. Yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. Our drive time is going to add up on it's this gonna one. It's going to be real you. big. Yeah. It's going to be a big one. But, but you know what? But with all these people going to my website, me doing a millionaire, my, my, my biggest competition doing 80 and 100 a hundred millionaire. I remember my website guy sends me a screenshot one day, Dallas, Texas plumbing search word organically. I'm above both of them. You 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 can't lose doing stuff like that.
1: Yeah, that's fantastic. I I I want to um I want to see if I can't help our listeners like uh like we, we talked you talk about the flapper like fixing the flapper or whatever. Um, you know I think what I hope that they get to take away from this episode is though you've created this monster of content and views and all this stuff too and, and is how easy it actually is. Like just because you have, you know, somebody editing and your videos and like doing it professionally, it doesn't mean that's what you have to have. Like there's a lot of solutions now, far more than what you probably had, even when you started this thing, you mm-hmm. know, four or five years ago, whatever it was. Um, but what are some like basic things that regardless of, you know, if it's a one, you know, one person in a truck, you know, type company, two big company, like what is something that, that, that they could do like right now just to get themselves started? And let's just say, I mean, majority of our listeners are all HVAC plumbing and electrical, things like that. But like, what are just some of the basics that they could do to, to get started uh, doing something along these lines to, to be helpful?
0: Well, you know, and number one, I love these conversations because you say, look, they're plumbers, electricians, HVAC. Look, these are my brothers and sisters right here. This, this is what we're all about. But the easiest thing is look, we've all got a phone in our pocket now. Yep. That that have amazing cameras on them, just go out and turn on the camera and video your guy. I remember one of the first ones that I shot myself. I had guys changing a valve box in the front yard. They, I get over to the house. They have got it dug up, and I'm just man. I pull up the deal, and I'm I'm videoing it and watching what they're doing. And I said, kind of aim the camera up a little bit. And I said, hey Juan, what are you doing here? He says, well, we, we did this, we did this, we did this, and we need to do this. I'm like, man, that's great. And then turn around, flip the camera around on me. And it's like, you know, hey, guys, look, I'm Roger. This is what we do every day. Think about how many people you're connected to on Facebook. Do they know what you do? Do you just say, hey, guys, look, man, I'm up in an attic today. As you can tell, I'm I'm sweating my butt off. But I know it's hot. But this is what we do. And I'm going to show you what we did. You know, we changed. Uh. a a unit out up here today, look how clean it is now. Look how we taped everything off and sealed it up. Or show people what other people don't do. Say look, I'm out cleaning the unit outside and as you see I've got it in pieces all around the yard. Because we take them completely apart. Most people don't do that. Most people want to stand outside and spray the water hose and spray all that crud back inside. Well guess what, we don't do that. And here's why. Now, I can't tell you why other people do it their way. They're all trying to find a way to save a dollar. I get it. But we believe in doing it right. So if you want somebody who does it right, man, this is what it looks like. Don't ever tell them to call you. But this is what it looks like when somebody does it right, and this is what we do every day. When somebody tells them, hey, man, your unit's dirty, Your, your, your landscape guy says, hey, man, your unit's dirty. You need to get it cleaned out. Do they want to call somebody that's going to do it wrong? they want to call you because you've told them you do it right. And it's just, it's little bitty things like that, that if you think about it, if you do this video and you've got 10 guys that work for you and they say, each one of us has about, you know, a thousand connections to be honest. Uh, Some of us have way too many, but if my bosses are putting out that information and I share it, that's going to make my phone ring. And if I share it, now when they call my boss, when they call my company, they're going to say, Hey, uh, I need my unit cleaned. And can you send Roger out? How good is that for each and every one of us?
1: Yeah. So you're building a personal brand too at the same time, like you're doing this, which is nice. Um, And and that was one of the questions I was going to ask you too, because, you know, and this is this week I'm flying down to Orlando to Home Service Freedom. um, Mm -hmm. And my buddy Tommy Mello is even, and uh, my buddy, my buddy. And I'm leading the marketing panel. I'm moderating the marketing panel. And uh, and one of the questions I'm going to ask is around personal brand, you know, because you might work for another company, but you still have a personal brand mm-hmm. and how you can leverage, you know, how you can leverage that. So like you said, hey, I, you, know, I, you put out the videos and basically what you're doing is sales by education. Uh, mm-hmm. you're not you're not asking, you're just educating, and then because of that you've made yourself an authority, and then when something happens that they can't do or they don't want to do, they call Roger um uh, if you're the one putting out the content mm-hmm. um but are you a fan of like it, 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 well, contractors will think you know, there's technicians that are driving right now listening to this podcast, and they're thinking like well do like I don't need a personal brand." Well, you, by the way, you got one, whether you know it or not already,
0: (laughs) but or bad,
1: (laughs) good or bad, you got one, whether you like it or not. Um, but are you a fan of that? Like I said, of people, you know, building their, their personal, their personal brand and doing things like this, even if they work for someone else
0: other than themselves. I love it. Uh, I I remember one of the very first people I hired was a tradesman and he came in and and he wasn't doing a lot on social media. But he is literally like, Here, here's my stack of five-star reviews. And at first I thought, you know, all this guy's doing is, is getting people to mention him to give him reviews. But you know what? Whenever they're tagging the company that he worked for, it, it's, it's a win-win. It helps me because now I want to hire him. It's like, hey, you get five-star reviews, come on. That's a great way to grow a business. But he's spending time with his customers. He's building relationships with his customers. And when he can come in and build that relationship good enough to get them to to give him a five-star review, yeah, I don't mind that. I I want him to come to work for me. Now, if I'm a plumbing company owner, HVAC company owner, man, I'm happy because he's getting information out there. He is building relationships. The people may not remember his name in a year, but... They may remember the name of my company and say, hey, you know, call Texas Green Plumbing. Got it. Simple as that, huh? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> hey, it what, is. It uh, Because I under, I know people will, will still overthink this even though we're saying how simple it is. And um, what are some of the, like, for, let's just, since we're, we'll, we'll talk about plumbing, like, what are some of the, that they can hey these are the things that you can record right now that are easy like you, you said a couple of things one you can you can pull a content plan just from listening to what people are calling in and asking mm-hmm. um you can pull them you can pull content from whatever job site that you're on doing this thing that you've done you know time and time and time and time again and but just explaining it um, but what are the, like, what would you say, Hey, if you're going to start off, maybe shoot like from based on your own experience and things that you've posted, like what are maybe a top, the, the few like top videos that they could shoot? Like, what was it that you were, you were
0: doing, you
1: know, that, that,
0: you know, that, that they could do. Uh, no, I love it. And, and look, I, I teach people how to do this. now. The very first thing that I always come in and tell them is shoot your origin story, shoot your video about your company, how it started. You can you can go into depth. Why did you start your company? I tell my story about being a commercial plumber. I was director of operations for a big mechanical contractor, and the owner, the new owner, the daughter of the owners, came in one day and says, "Look, we're going to start doing residential service, and we're going to tell people we have the best trained plumbers, and we specialize in customer service." I'm like, okay, I like that. What are you doing to train the plumbers? Because this is an executive meeting. I'm director of operations. So what are you going to do to train your plumbers? She said, "What do you mean?" So you're we telling people you got the best trained plumbers. I said, "Well, our plumbers all have licenses. Okay, so does every other plumber in the state of Texas. What makes yours better?" She says, "Well, you know that they'll just. It sounds great." I said, "Okay." I said, "What about the the customer service? How are you going to specialize in that? What kind of training there?" And she looks at me and kind of rolls her eyes. She says, look, all our plumbers will know how to say, please, thank you, yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. And I'm like, man, is that the kind of BS that you're putting out there? But that's what some people are doing. And I knew right then I I was in the wrong seat, on the wrong bus, going the wrong direction, at the wrong time. People can make that, that origin story about, look, this is why I started my company. I didn't like sitting in that meeting hearing that. Thinking, wait, this is what you're selling to the public? That's what's wrong with the world today. And make your origin story. Why did you start your business? And don't just say, look, I started my business to make more money. If that's the only reason you started your business, you're probably not going to make it anyway. Why did you start your business? You didn't like something other companies were doing, or you think you have a way to do it better. And to me, that is huge. But, but shoot that. One of the videos that I've done that I love the best is look, I'm not the cheapest plumber in town. If you want his number, I'll give it to you. (laughs) But then when you call me to come back and fix it, it's probably going to cost you double because I'm going to have to rip out everything he did. And man, when you make videos like that and you're looking at the camera and you're 100% serious about it, I remember going to, I walked out of the office one day and Amber told me, she said, look, we've got three slab leak repairs that we're doing the day that we got off YouTube. I said, wait, that doesn't happen. You don't get three jobs in one day. She said, no, 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 we got them last week. They were dug over the weekend. We're doing them today. We got three guys out. I go to one to shoot a video, crawl up under the house. I come out, and, and the homeowner's standing there. And he said, do, do you mind if I tell you why I called you? I said, no, sir, not at all. I love hearing that. He said, you did a video saying you're not the cheapest plumber. And I said, yes, I did. He said, after watching your video three or four times, I knew I didn't want the cheapest plumber. I wanted the best. And you talked about how you were the best plumber. You used the best materials. You did the job right. You guaranteed your work. You did not skimp on anything. That's why I called you. I never thought that video would (laughs) get me calls. I figured it'd, it'd push away customers that are like, look, I want the cheapest. Okay, bye. Don't waste my time. I won't waste your time. I don't mean that bad. Right. Everybody's not my customer. But this guy says, look, I called you because you said you weren't the cheapest. And I thought that's what I was looking for. But once I heard what they've got to do to be the cheapest, I knew I didn't want them. I wanted you. How many people are going to have balls enough to make that video? <laughs> <laughs> not many. I'm telling you, I'm just brother, I'm honest about it
1: yeah I hear you well, I mean, are you so when you like you this is a perfect example so you you make that video
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but a video is only good if somebody watches it somebody uh-huh. sees it, right? um so you so you're having it to where like you said, somebody calls in, you can shoot over a you know shoot over a link to the video oh. and email that way um how how are you pushing these things out like because you know like right now you have so many subscribers that they automatically see you know, or they can see the videos that you're posting and the things that you put out because they're subscribed to it already. Um, but like what were you doing early on before this thing like really took off to put it out there? like what were those you know in, in your plan that you were creating what was the what was the plan of attack there?
0: that you know, I'm, I'm just a plumber Chris. So it probably <laughs> wasn't a great plan uh,
1: or at least uh, what started catching on you know like mm-hmm. what was the, like, the most helpful thing that you know where you, how you, how you distribute it?
0: you know I think the thing that we do better than a lot of people, we make great thumbnails we make great titles and on YouTube that that's that's your that's your stop sign in your front door on YouTube you need something I mean look people literally they just scroll through looking for a video you need to create a thumbnail that's going to make them stop there's your stop sign if they will stop at your thumbnail to look at it chances are they'll look and read the title. Now your title is the door. Can you get them to walk in? If you can make those two things happen and you're making a good video, that's where you're going to win the game. Uh, the, the video, man, hook them from the beginning, explain what you're going to do, tell them what you're going to tell them. There's a lot of different ways to go about it. But I think that what we did is number one, we were consistent. We did this every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for probably the first four years. About a year ago, we went down to Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then we do a live stream on Saturday. I think that creating thumbnails that are honest with people, it, people can normally look at my thumbnail and know what the video is about, but it also creates a curiosity. It's like, hmm, I wonder what he means by that. So I mean, it's just, there's just so many different things that we continuously tried to get better. You know, I told you earlier about Josh. Josh wanted to be a great businessman. I wanted to be a great plumber. I've I've got every endorsement in Texas. I'm a master plumber. I have every endorsement they have because I wanted to be able to talk plumbing with anybody that ever walked on a job. I wanted to know, look, I understand the med gas, the, the WSPS, the fire protection system, whatever it is. I look at YouTube the same way. I started out saying, look, I want to make good videos. Then it's like, wait, I want to make great plumbing videos. I want to be the best plumbing YouTube channel. Then it's like, look, I want to be one of the best YouTubers. And I do it by continuously studying, continuously learning. Right now, my channel ranks me in the top 1% of YouTube ever around the world. And it's continuously learning, trying to get better. But I think I do this every day, Chris, by trying to teach people how to do it better. It makes me continuously look at it, think about it and shift and modify. We just, uh, I just, I was supposed to be down in Dallas a few weeks ago
1: and I sent Ryan who, uh, does video production for us. Um, and, and you guys were able to connect, I no, Vid Summit. That's what it was Vid, called. Summit. Vid Summit. yes. Yeah.
0: I, I, as soon as you said it, I'm like, uh,
1: I was supposed, I was supposed to be there, and I really didn't want to miss it. So, but um, because I was just wanted to go and learn and watch, especially just the content and see all the things like I don't get to go. You know, usually I'm going and speaking. I'm not the student. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I wanted to go and be a student. But, but then he came back and told me all about it, and maybe even more jealous. But, um, you know, because you, the video. Like, so be so many people still are, are not catching on to the fact that like video is a thing, like that video is not going anywhere. It's actually in, in you use it wisely. You're a perfect example of what it can do for your business. And people will come, you know, think like, Oh, this thing is gonna, it's just gonna take forever. It's gonna take a long time to build it. And I'm doing all this time, you know, recording these videos and nobody's going to watch them. And, and like, there's not an overnight success that happens with this, right? Like, you had to build this thing up. You know, you didn't just start posting videos and all of a sudden, like, bam, you know, now you have a, you know a million followers. Like, it probably took
0: some build some time to build this thing up, right? It did. It not, nothing happens that fast. You've got to say, look, I, I'm in. I, I'm all in. I'm going to do this. But but it's funny. You know I was at that conference you're talking about going to it's a social media marketing conference really it's a YouTube conference right and I mean I'm in rooms and some of the speakers on the stage are like oh my God Roger Wakefield's in here <laughs> it's pretty cool and it's <laughs> like cool, I'm just man. giggling like yeah that's me it, it's it, it is it's nuts uh I went and spoke at a real estate event two weeks ago here in Dallas. Smart uh, VidCon was three weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I went and did this real estate conference. The guy asked me, and he's been working with me for years, trying to get me to help him coach him on YouTube. He's doing a lot of great things on YouTube and other social platforms. But I went to speak at this conference, and this lady had spoken on stage. She's a DJ for a local Christian station here. And she said some really good things, but she also said some things I don't agree with. She says, look, I don't like the personal brand. She says, I think you brand the business, I think you do this, I think you do this. I'm Roger, I'm just a plumber, I'm not very smart. I walked up and said, look, I gotta tell you, I disagree with you. I said, personal branding is huge. You can brand your business, but you've also gotta have, I've got a brand book that I think is 28 pages long. It's about me and my brand. What colors do I wear? Why do I wear it? What do I smell like? All kinds of crazy stuff. (laughs) But I'm literally, I'm talking to this lady and she's looking at me and she's like, Oh, really? And I start talking. She says, Wait, you're that plumber guy. I said, Yeah. (laughs) She said, Oh my God, I've wanted to meet you. She said, There's a guy speaking this afternoon. They're both DJs. He's in the morning, she's in the afternoon. She's like, Oh my God. This guy told me that you spe- that you were going to be here right? and I'm not going to be able to hear you because I got to be on the air at that time. She's like, but, oh, my God, I can't wait. I couldn't wait to meet you. And we just sat and talked for like five minutes. And she's like, this is just the most exciting thing in the world. And I'm like, you're a female DJ on a Christian radio station in Dallas. And she's like, look, I couldn't wait to meet you. <laughs> and I'm like, you, you know, I'm just a plumber, right? <laughs> Best food man chew in Texas. <laughs> hey, it works. It works. It's brand. Bad, You're on brand. Bad, bad thing is, brother, I could never shave it.
1: <laughs> I can't grow one, so uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Forty-four, well. I still can't grow a beard. <laughs> uh, so, uh, just a couple of things. One, this is like it's, it's super fast. This is all super fascinating to me too. And I mean, I, I mean, the, you know, the I just try to think like I don't, I because I'm asking questions like genuinely curious about um, what the answer is going to be or what should be done. I have like deep questions I'd love to go into, but my, our listeners don't want it, me to go down that path. Um, so I'm trying to think like the simplest things that I can share, you know, and, and that is, um, you know, things that we that we try to pay attention to is you know, link to video, you know, and um, and you know, we, we were constantly trying to learn whether it be, you know, to the point of home services, like content, video stuff that we're doing, or for the business, for Rhino. Um, and what is it? What are we shooting? And are we getting to the point, like, with it? And, and was what what our thumbnails say actually match what our, content is or how long does it take us to get to that content because like I'm just trying to learn all the little like dur- duration how long are people actually watching when are they dropping same thing with this podcast you know it's like you, you see how how long people make do they make it to the end how many don't where do people fall off and why um, so all this analysis stuff but um, to just you know all the analysis to try and get be better you know I didn't just really look at the data but at its simplest form, like you know, do you have like a good length of time that a con- like that a video should like maybe not be as long? Or I mean, I'm sure it's probably situational. But um, do you know like for our listeners, like hey, is, is it a minute long video? Is it a four minute long video? Is it thirty second video? Like what is that? At least what's your what's your your take on that?
0: Eight minutes long. Eight minutes. Eight minutes. That's your max. You, it used to be, nope. It, it's at least eight. Got it. It used to be at least ten. And there's only one simple reason. Mid roll ads, meaning I make more money if the videos eight minutes long than I do if it's seven fifty-nine. at seven fifty-nine, there's no ads in the middle at eight. They can put a mid roll ad in. It used to be 10. They cut it down to eight. It's funny cause if you look at our older videos, they were 10 minutes long. Now they're eight minutes long. That's just to help pay for what we do. The true answer to that question though is a video needs to be as long as it needs to be to explain what you're explaining. If, if it takes me four minutes to tell you how to stop a running toilet guaranteed and I make that video last eight minutes by telling you, oh my gosh, you you know, I think I got a hangnail or, (laughs) you know, I didn't trim my eyebrows this morning. You you know, whatever it is, if I'm throwing in fluff just to make that video longer, nobody's going to watch that. They're going to click out of it. But if I can keep it interesting, entertaining and fun for eight Mm -hmm. minutes, And don't get me wrong. There's nothing exciting about plumbing. I get it. But you can make it fun. You know, hey, guys, remember, shut the water off. Oh, my God, have you ever seen that video of the guy that didn't shut the water off? He literally just goes to unscrewing it, and the hose blows off. And now he's got water going everywhere, and he's got to run outside and shut off the water. And you can Mm -hmm. put a link into it or show part of it or do something. Make it fun. Make it entertaining. When I talk about shutting off a valve in the front yard, I normally tell the story about walking in after school one day, and my parents had redesigned the garage and made it a living room. And I walked around. I stepped down into the garage floor, which now had four inches of water in it. Pretty cool. I'm a kid. I thought it was neat. <laughs> I called mom. Said, "Oh, mom, this is cool. We got water in the floor." She's like, "Wait a minute. What are you talking?" About? She's like, "Shut the water off." I'm like, "I don't know even know what you're talking about. How do you shut the water?" Off? Okay. Didn't know you could but do that. That's, but it's a true story. Now. I mean, I tell people, look, everybody in your house needs to know how to shut the water off. If, if I'd have known, just go outside and turn a valve, okay, that would have been easy. And now I try to teach people things like that because that brings them value. You can do anything and everything you want to do. Make your video as long as it needs to be, but make it fun. Make it entertaining. Take your time with talking to this person to build a relationship. You know, you, you, you made a neat comment while ago, Roger, you've almost got a hundred million views. What I see is that's a hundred million people watching my video. And if I try to connect with these people each and every time I make a video, chances are they're going to come back. And to me, that's what it's all about. I love it.
1: Um, you know, we're, crazy to think like we're already 40 minutes into this thing too. 45 minutes into this episode and i have
0: brought no value yet whatsoever <laughs> i know you keep reaching for it
1: but no 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 you're actually doing your when I mean, you're listen again at its simplest form you know most people aren't going to. I mean it's, there's, this isn't going to be some fast you know process or fast return mm-hmm. you know and, and you mentioned you slipped it in there and some of our listeners are probably wondering what the hell you're talking about when you said like this you know the the um ad roll that happens, um, mm-hmm. is if you haven't, uh, you know, if you have some videos that get some good traction, you know, you can make, you can get, make money off this. So whatever, so, <laughs> yes, so that's can. what he's that's what he's talking about. So you can, you know, the folks that are being you know, like us you know, at Rhino who are you know, running, you know, uh, OTT ads or YouTube, like, you know, so we, we're running ads in the middle of streaming you know, services, but he said you, you can get paid for this stuff too. I mean, beyond just getting a customer, like if you get a customer from it, that's great, but there's ad roll that happens and you get paid from those things. That's what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but you know, if you have like 10 people watching your video, you're probably, probably not going to run an ad on there. Um, and and <laughs> maybe they
0: do. I don't know. You know better than me. Yeah. Yeah. They, they'll run ads on anybody watching a video. They'll run an ad. You don't make money until you get up to monetization, but yeah YouTube makes money on everything they do it's a good thing
1: hey you mentioned a few times now um, that I've caught and I've not asked this question and I, know I want to make sure I get it asked before we get off here and that is you you uh, have helped other you know, helped other people some of, them some of your peers you've helped mm-hmm. um, is that something that you do or that you offer is to to you know to like to come and help different companies is that do you do that uh, I mean is that a, is that something to big Roger yo I need you to come to Phoenix and, and help me figure my stuff out
0: you know, it's never anything that I thought I'd be doing, to be honest with you. But but yeah, I've had people hire me and say, look, we, we want you to come help us do our YouTube channel. We're, we're starting a business. We'd like you to come in and consult with us. Uh, I'm, I'm working on an app right now where I'm teaching people how to get in the trades. And I did that, Chris, because I was interviewed by a lady who had a podcast called uh, Careers Without Four Years. I thought it was really, really neat. And... She brings me in, she interviews me, and I'm talking about getting in the trades. I'm talking like, look, there's no need to go to college. Here's what you need to do. Here's how you need to do it. Boom, boom, boom. And we finished, and she's like, oh, my God, Roger, you literally have a career path laid out for people to get in the trades. I'm like, yes, ma'am. She said, why don't teachers and principals and counselors know about this? Well, because they're busy telling people they got to go to college. That's right. And she's like, this is crazy. And I just, I listened to her. So, you know, part of my deal, and if you'd have been at Vid Summit, like, you know, wise people would have been, <laughs> there's a company there that's working on an app. I'm one of their beta testers. I'm one of the guinea pigs. So we're building an app where I've got a lot of free stuff in there. It'll be cool. But what, what it'll be is teaching people how to get in the trades. And I want you to think about this, Chris. Also teaching people how to become the best tradesman. Not just how to put pop together, how to pull wires, how to charge a system. How do you become a great tradesman? How do you get that mindset, that attitude to say, "Look, I want to do this better than anybody else," because I think it's it's something that we can be taught to help us separate from everybody else. Uh, then I teach people how to get in, how to start their own businesses. My first coach was Michael Gerber. Uh, I know that you've had him on before. Yeah. I know. I hired him. I worked directly with Michael and it was amazing, but I think that I've learned things along the way a lot of other people hadn't learned. And when you spend a couple hours every other week with Michael Gerber for months, you you learn things. And then the, the next level, I mean, I've got a straight career path, but the next level is how to use networking and social media to grow your business. You ask me questions that that to me, just I had to learn how to do it. And now it's like, look, if I can teach somebody else, if I can show somebody else, if I can help somebody else. I had a guy reach out to me one day in Dallas. Says, look, I would love to work with you, but you won't help me. And I reply back. It's Instagram. I think I said, why wouldn't I help you? He said, because I'm in the Dallas area. I'm in your area. I'm like, well, there's also five million people here and I can't <laughs> get to all of them. Why wouldn't I help you? He said, you'd really help me. I said, look, if I think you're straight up, you're legit, you're honest, you're doing good things. Yeah, I'll help you. If I think you're scamming people, I don't want to have nothing to do with you. Right. And to me, that that's how I see it. We're teaching people how to do YouTube now, how to do social media, how to get out and network. It's something I never thought that I would walk into a networking group. The night I finally did my phone rang three times the next week and I'm like, Hey, there's something about this that works. So, one, I could tell just from like the short amount of time
1: we and I have been able to talk together that, uh, one, you're a, a man of integrity, which is great. Yes, um, try to be yep and and you got like a servant's heart here you're just giving which is fantastic i hear you because you're kind of giving this stuff and now listen it's okay to get something in return that something in return is uh-huh. you know you might get business from it um, or you might get, make money off of ads if you have um, you know if you if you get there if you have enough you know, people watching them our sponsorships you can make good money on sponsorships too there you go so it's sponsorships but uh you, you just got to start with your first video, right? And like he, you know, Roger had said, maybe that's just your origin story. like That's your why behind the business, your passion. You tell that story. Um, and there's a good starting point for you. Um, and then it sounds like uh, Roger uh, might be willing to to help you. I don't know what that looks like, but we'll make sure to. By the way, when that app is ready, you have to let us know. We can share that for you as well.
0: Uh, I think they've actually – I played with GoDaddy a while ago. I think there's actually a landing page if you just go to wakefield.app. And just check that out. If not, just then you can find me on my website or YouTube channel or LinkedIn or anywhere.
1: Yeah, you're kind of
0: uh, um, omnipresent. You,
1: yes. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> it's,
0: it's harder to not find Roger. <laughs> well, that popped in quick, too, because it, it was funny. I was watching it. There's a YouTube coach that I watch, a guy named Nick Nimmin, and he's live every Saturday morning. And I turned it on Saturday morning. I've got this deal on my truck. Not that I would ever use it but I can actually drive down the road and watch Netflix or YouTube or Google or whatever I want to watch. And I'm driving down the road and I'm, I'm listening to Nick or watching him. Not really. If it was on, I would have watched him. Got to be careful how I word this. Yeah, that's right. But, <laughs> but driving. I'm driving down the road. YouTube is on somewhere and I may be able or not be able to see it. <laughs> and, and he's talking to me and he's in. I, I had left a comment on my phone right before I took off. He's talking about sponsorships. I'm, I'm like, man, I love this. And he is literally like, Roger, he's a man. I got to tell you. He said, this is how many touches you have with me a day. He said, you're, you're, you're getting into my mind. Now Nick lives in Thailand. Now Nick was one of the speakers at Summit that you could have heard. <laughs> go back and watch the videos. I'm sure you've got them. I got them. Yep. Yep. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure that's a way to go, brother. <laughs> but, but literally he's talking. He says, so I wake up this morning and he's got a Roger Wakefield coffee mug. He said, so I wake up, I'll make coffee. I go sit down at the dining room or the breakfast table. My girlfriend is there. She's got on the expert plumber's shirt. So there's two touches. Uh, He said, I I go to the mall today and walk into this store about housewares and it's plumbing. So I'm thinking of you. He says, then I get on Facebook and there's a picture of another speaker that we know, two of them actually. And they've got on Roger Wakefield hats with my my beautiful mustache (laughs) logo on it. And, and he says, then I get into the office and his brother's got the coffee mug and and he's like, Roger, it's one day and I've got like 10 touches from you all across so many different platforms. And Chris, that's what we all need to be doing. Put our information out there, get it out there, share it out there, give away swag. You know, I heard, read an article one time, Coca-Cola pays like a $100 million a year. For brand awareness, we do not expect our OI on it. But we'll pay $100 million a year just to make sure our name is in front of everybody because they want you to see their name 20 times a day. We'll pay $100 million to put it out there. We don't care if we get our OI on it. We're not tracking it. We just want to know people are seeing our name every day. And it never dawned on me how much I'm doing to put my name out in front of people each and every day. But it works. It really does work. Well, and the the numbers the numbers
1: support that theory. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do. It works well. Well, Roger, listen, man. It's been uh, it's it's been. I'm glad to have you on here. I thank you for making the time for me. I know it's a little bit later there than it is here in Arizona. Um, I want to finish with one quick thing. With one quick thing, and that yes, is, um, you know, given that you're a plumber, this should this should hit hit home pretty good. Uh
0: oh, here come the plumber jokes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, so when this when this episode airs, this will be a few weeks before. Uh, I think I think it's actually our first episode in November, right? Okay. Something like that. Okay, but Thanksgiving's not too far off. Mm-hmm. But then, what's right after Thanksgiving, Roger? What's the next day? Black Friday. And the, yeah, but have you ever heard of the day after Thanksgiving being called? Brown friday. brown friday oh yeah
0: <laughs> there's oh, yeah. your I'm first video there's
1: your first post come on there's your first video you want to make some Absolutely. humor to it you can educate and you can entertain all at the same time and use brown friday
0: <laughs> and, and education and entertaining is what it's all about brother
1: and you've done a great job of it listen you got to check him out roger wakefield and he like i said he's it's harder to not find him than it is to find him so look look him up and then um you know like you, you mentioned too on linkedin you know it's uh uh, you want to reach out to him, ask him the questions. I'm assuming that's cool. Roger, just reach out to him and give him a little grace on, uh, you know, getting back to you. I'm sure he probably gets blown up quite a bit. Um, but Roger, man, thank you for giving us your time. Man. I appreciate you coming on here and congratulations, man. One on, the uh, you know, with your business, you know, uh, you, you you sure did that at the right time. Congrats on that. <laughs> uh, and then just just all the success you're having with YouTube and for repping the, the trades, man. So, but thanks for your time. Appreciate you coming on.
0: Brother, this has been an honor. This is this, number one. This has been so much fun. I love what you're doing. I love the information you're putting out, the people you're talking to and getting their information out there. So, man, you're doing everything in the world. Thank you.
1: I appreciate you. And by the way, I need to make sure I stay in, in close touch with you, okay? Because <laughs>
0: I'll make sure you get my number, brother. Okay,
1: perfect. And then, so to our listeners... Do something like he was just giving you some little tips and things that you use. The things that you're doing every single day. You're going on a job site. You're talking to Mrs. Jones. You're fixing X, Y, Z. You know, just record it. Do a little bit of narrating. If you don't think maybe if you have a a face for radio, maybe uh, you pick somebody else. Like me. But it's okay to you know build start to build your own personal brand. That's more makes you more valuable too. You know, regardless of you know where you're at or what you're doing. So, but you're doing these things every single day, and if you genuinely care about it, that comes across, you know, without it sounding fake in your videos. But you know, just start recording things. It does not need to be perfect. Your phone will work just fine. Don't overthink it. But you know, a couple of things that you know that that were big that he said is the thumbnail, which is basically the image that you see when you're scrolling. Like that's the the, the image that should tell you exactly what the you know the video is about. Roger's got some pretty creative thumbnails I've seen (laughs) that some are pretty funny all right and then making sure that the title is a great description of exactly what this video is going to be about so you're setting the expectation on what it is but then make sure the video is actually about that the title (laughs) so a couple of things that you can do at its simplest form to just get yourself started so Roger, thanks for repping the trades, man, and, and leading the way. Uh, I got to get me one of them mugs, man, with your uh, with your logo on it. <laughs> I pictured myself using that, drinking. I drink coffee every morning. We can make that happen. Awesome, and to our listeners, you know, it's all about doing something, and you don't got to do everything, but you got to do something. No zero days. Listeners, thank you so much again for listening to this podcast week after week. We are extremely grateful. Again, the whole purpose of this podcast is to give back to the home services industry that we love so much, whether you're a rhino or not. We really, really appreciate all the subscribers. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please go in and subscribe, and you'll get all the episodes sent to you automatically weekly. Also, we have really enjoyed your feedback. Uh, It's so meaningful for us when we get to read the nice comments that you guys put. So keep doing that. And if you don't know how to do it, here's what you got to do. You search for To The Point Home Services on Apple Podcasts. You click on our profile, scroll all the way down to the bottom and hit write a review and be honest and share your story and how the podcast has impacted you and your business. Thanks again from the bottom of our hearts at To The Point Home Services Podcast. We appreciate you.